Hey guys, it's Khalil with the VoxCast, and today we are going to talk about DeKalb County and how they're giving free Wi-Fi and possibly laptops to their students. Cool. So, really, the whole thing about this is just uh, DeKalb County is giving hotspots to students that are on free and reduced lunch because they are of economic need and they are providing a service for them. It's very nice. And then they're also giving out laptops. They have already given out laptops to the teachers in DeKalb, and we're not sure when they're supposed to be giving out laptops to the students, but they have said that they're supposed to uh, before the end of the year. I think that's a great, great addition. I think that's such a good opportunity for kids, you know, who don't have Wi-Fi at home because everything today is like technology based. Most assignments are online. You got to research, do all this. No one uses a book as much. So I feel like, you know, with the whole Wi-Fi, giving them a chance to utilize those resources that we have access to, I think it's really good. Are they just giving them Wi-Fi because they're in need? No, every student has opportunity to get hotspots, but they're just going to be the first people that get the service available to them. Yeah, they, they need it. So I think that's good. Now for sure, you can't say that oh I didn't know there was an assignment on at Moto because I didn't have internet and I think that's great uh, I actually have an article pulled up here that says DeKalb schools investing 27 million in laptops for teachers and students the laptops are really cool they're Chromebooks and they are still blocked off with the DCSD which is DeKalb County School District um, which is very frustrating it is the their internet browser where they restrict certain websites yes <laughs> pretty much for you. no actually no, they have unrestricted now. YouTube um, because it's used so heavily by Khan Academy and then and what else did they restrict? Spotify. Uh, basically, uh, if it's not for school, if it doesn't serve any educational purpose, it probably uh, won't give you access to it, which is both a good and bad thing. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to applaud uh, DeKalb County for finally doing this, even though it's our senior year. So this doesn't impact us. But I know a lot of people who have to go to the library to do homework or they have to get special assignments because they're unable to be on uh, Edmodo or Khan Academy. And uh, as I've gone through high school, I see that a more and more of my classes are starting to become uh, fully digital or a lot of the homework is assigned online. Like my math class, I passed it just because I did every Khan Academy that was assigned to me. Yeah, and for the students um, who are of need, this pushes them into a more professional realm. So you can type up your assignments now and it also puts them on even ground with students who already have laptops or who have like three laptops or things like that. Also, this is a, a part of the DeKalb County's digital Dreamers project or initiative designed to ensure every child has equal access to modern education. How sweet. I do think this is a great move by DeKalb County and I hope that other school districts can do this. Um, even if they have the need, if they don't have the need, I hope that funding can be put more into things like this. Basically just pushing schools into the digital realm. Yeah, this is like the first time I've heard like funding being used for something that's actually in like need or it's actually a value to students. I mean, we have, we have so many resources that come in that one device you know, technology. And I feel like, you know, with the access by giving them hotspots and them being able to utilize those resources really gives them, you know, an advantage or not even, you know, makes them at least have as much advantage as someone who lives, you know, in other counties that are more privileged, you know. So in order to step up, I feel like this was really a good move on DeKalb uh, County's behalf. What's school like in DeKalb County for the people who don't know? Because I'm, I'm in, I was in full yeah, time. I'm in, full I'm in as well, APS so. now. It's all right. Some of the 
teachers the teachers are paid less than they are in APS so um, they might be a little disgruntled in worse teachers because of that <laughs> how are the f- facilities <clears throat> in DeKalb County schools like I'm from Fulton County uh, and our, I know like my school in particular Johns Creek it's, it's we have pretty good uh, facilities like we have good resources we have computers everyone's given access to a Chromebook I mean I don't know how schools are in, uh, closer to the metro Atlanta area I don't know how DeKalb County school like what the experience is like so how do you think that you know giving these resources is a benefit or of use to someone that you know so I think with DeKalb County, um, the facilities at your school depend very heavily on what neighborhood you're in. So Druid Hills is a pretty, it's a pretty good neighborhood. A lot of kids have their parents donate money to the school. But then there are schools like Southwest DeKalb that don't have as much money coming in through parents or just through um, donations or stuff like that. So I think for schools like that, this is really good. The Digital Dreamers program, I think this is good for them. And like I said, I hope that it can put schools that have all this funding and all this money on the same uh, playground. Uh, schools that don't. So I have a question. Like, are these uh these these devices and these hotspots are they coming more from donation money or are they coming from government funding? A sprint, I know, is doing the hotspots. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they just pulled twenty seven million dollars out of their butts. Donation, yeah. <laughs> but I if think they did then that yeah, there's some scheme going on. Yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> the Capgani. What about um dress code and stuff like that? Like how are they treating the students with dress code and things like that over there? Dress code sucks. Also, it's uh, biased against the females and especially women of color. Um, or women who are not super skinny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, in my like years of schooling, for the first time, I saw a guy get dress coded in front of me by a male teacher. And I just felt like that was like such a like a prosperous moment for me because I've never witnessed a guy being dress coded. And for me, that was like they can wear tank tops all they want. But for me to walk in the school and showing my shoulders is such a big deal that I'm getting stopped in hallway by multiple teachers and it's ridiculous and I remember in middle school our school kind of had like a rebellion because we weren't allowed to wear Nike shorts so I remember one day all what? the girls yeah we weren't allowed to wear Nike shorts guys so one day I remember all the girls like were like you know what guys we're gonna all show up to school everyone's gonna be wearing Nike shorts so our administrator can't say anything and they showed up to school and the administrator's walking down the hallway like you know she's frustrated of course because everyone just is like no we're not listening to you and goes one by one and makes the girls put their hands down see if if you know if their hands reach their shorts which was like you know you can't that's not how that's not even like a fair way to judge that like people people are are different different sizes exactly yeah that's degrading Wait, yeah, it, it was definitely really humiliating as girls to be like not even be able to wear shorts. Like, I mean, I know from your a guy's educational experience, they're not going to get distracted by my legs or anything, right? It's not like I'm walking to school wearing a bikini or anything. Like, they're shorts. We wear them. T- if I mean, my personal perspective on this is if my parents are okay with me walking out the house, so is everyone else. Another yeah. thing, yeah. people are always like, oh, it'll distract boys in the classroom. From my experience, most of the time, people are making it a point not to look. Like, is that... Have I just noticed that, too? Yeah, if some if a girl's, like, wearing a tank top or something and... I guess if you can like see skin or whatever, a guy's not gonna be like staring like they, at them. Usually, it's not. Usually nobody's the, gonna be distracted like, like that. Usually they overreact and they're like, "Ah, oh, I can't. My virgin eyes. I'm so sorry." <laughs> like I was talking to this guy in a in a class and he plays for JV and he was talking about how they played against the girls' JV team and he was like, "Yeah, like every time like they would come up to like guard us, it was always like really weird." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? Just like 
play the game. He's like, no, I just don't want to like hit anything or anything like that. So I, I, I've never really understood that argument that like, oh, you know, these these boys are just gonna. Yeah, definitely seems like an excuse. Look at them. Yeah, 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 it and feels that, like I, more of an excuse. I go to North Atlanta High School and they've had some backlash for their dress code. And what happened was the people at North Atlanta they were basically giving girls uh, dress code and putting them in ISS because their shoulder blades were showing. So Roya, she's a boxer in her senior year. Roya actually wrote a story called Dress Coding My Disruptive Shoulder Blades and it talks about that. She says the freshmen were literally crying in the hallways because a teacher would stop them and Roya on her first five minutes back at school on the first day of her last year of school uh, when she was getting her bag checked and her shoulder blades were showing a female teacher came to her and she said "Uh, you're lucky I don't send you to ISS because she had her shoulder blade showing and they said it was disruptive. Yeah that's so extreme like and then when you see shoulder blades you're you're not like oh my god yeah they're so sexy like no <laughs> like really like they're shoulder blades and like i can i can tell you as a high, uh, as a boy in high school having like no one wants to get an erection in class oh, not that by is my the shoulder worst blades, thing right? no one's just thing no one's just gonna be going around like oh you know i gotta <laughs> so check out this girl two rows ahead <laughs> yeah. of me if you if that's happening it's one of the worst experiences her legs Ever. are so sexy oh my god no her shoulder blades bro it's like oh my god i hope i'm able to graduate oh my god <laughs> like, nobody's throwing down text I, that's definitely just an excuse for me like that sounds just like the biggest like just that's just bullshit like that's the biggest excuse it's you're you're kind of telling guys to feel that way about girls like you're when you say that to us that your shoulder blades are distracting it's kind of degrading towards us because you're teaching guys to be distracted by this like yeah. that's not yes. what how it goes anymore and it causes problems with teachers because the teachers have to look at their students in that way and yeah, dress exactly. code them in that yeah, way. Like, Especially yeah. older male teachers, it's creepy. My, it is. My 10th grade biology teacher used to do that. He would uh, come up to girls and like stir down their shirts and be like, you're showing too much skin. And they'd be like, why Guys, are you we're kids. Like, my... we're not even that old. And I also feel as though, like, not only is it degrading, but like, the more that they constantly pick on, you know, people and girls especially, it makes them more self-conscious about how they look and how they dress and they're just not comfortable in the skin that they're in. Just the whole dress code situation, I feel like you're teaching guys to look at girls that way and that instead of you know the whole like misogynistic perspective it's starting from them itself you're kind of saying that it's the girl's fault when it's not you instead of telling us that yo your shoulder blades are so sexualized you should be telling the guys to not be distracted by them right. which they aren't even in the first place or you tell, can't or tell male teachers yeah. to not like look at us that way young yeah students. I, I feel like that's where like the root of this began with male, male teachers, teachers looking like, at looking at students yeah looking at students or doing certain things to students are mainly female students and instead of them like locking that person up or dealing with that then they go with if you weren't wearing that like that skirt he wouldn't have looked I wouldn't have looked to her that way you need to control you know, the whole girls. rape culture it's like it's not the guy's fault it's the girl's fault that's what yeah. it feels like it, it's not like that like the guy is at fault like it's like not our it. yes exactly like if you're checking her check us too there are guys in tank tops all the time and that's dress code not accepted I know like at Druid Hills like cu- the culture at Druid Hills is different to speak on the dress code culture at Druid Hills I would just say that the way the dress code is enforced is biased they don't call on the people whose parents donate to the school or anything right they call on the people who may be out of the district or the people who may be immigrants and might not know the dress code i mean that's it's just ridiculous all right well that's it we're going to close this episode out thanks for hanging with us guys this is voxian communications signing off peace bye Bye.